The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. All right, um, and thank you for the greetings from BC. Glad you're with us. So uh, there are these ways that we uh, attempt to practice mindfulness. We practice self-compassion or compassion for others. We practice kindness towards ourselves and others. And then there are other times that we fall back into old habits. Maybe we're under a lot of stress. Maybe we're tired or we're not well or a moment just arises then that we slip and we forget. And it's so important in moments like that to um, recall that this is a practice and that it takes time to gradually learn these new habits. So, you know, there there may have been times that you tried to cope using methods that were perfectly understandable. They made a lot of sense. Um, for example, I noticed the other night, Nikki was talking about um, instead of enduring, enjoying. And that's a wonderful invitation. But I have to say, there have been times in my life that uh, endurance was a very important strategy. I had to outlast something. I was in a in a place where endurance um, helped me get through rough circumstances. And um, my practice was not yet at a place to enable me to turn towards joy. Um, over time, that changes. But one of the important things is how to be kind to yourself at times when it hasn't yet changed. So if you've ruminated uh, or worried about some condition in your life trying to figure it out, it's understandable. Sometimes we treat things that happen in our lives with ourselves or other people as problems we're trying to solve. I mean, have we been reinforced for problem solving in our personal and professional lives? Probably quite a lot. I know, you know, being good at problem solving got me promotions and jobs and, you know, helped me progress in life. It just wasn't the ultimate strategy for overcoming suffering. Or, you know, sometimes some of us have pushed uncomfortable feelings aside and um, and made ourselves practice loving kindness. And that's also understandable. You know, there are times when it's not skillful to just indulge uh, something that's not working. But there's also a way that we can be a little too quick to move off of uncomfortable feelings without recognizing them. So we can have compassion for the understandable strategy of wanting to rush away from uncomfortable feelings. We can have compassion for the times we've tried to self-soothe through ineffective means. You know, it, I would guess many people here have tried self-soothing through sense pleasures, whether it's, you know, eating more food than you needed or uh, watching too much Netflix or something like that. Or people sometimes overwork and keep themselves so busy that they're distracted from the difficulties that come with a human life. Um, so I, the inner critic and this kind of harsh self-discipline that people sometimes use to try to snap themselves into becoming a better person, I'm guessing that many of us have had that experience. And it was an understandable strategy. 
So there, there are so many different ways that we've uh, tried uh, for brief periods of time that, that are pretty effective, but they don't ultimately resolve or uproot suffering. So even some of the positive things that we do are very healthy, like getting enough exercise, getting sleep, getting relaxation. Those are great coping strategies, great health strategies, but there are some forms of suffering that they definitely may uh, work for a little while to de-stress us, but they don't uproot it. So it can be a helpful source of self-compassion to recognize that these various attempts that we've made, all the tactics um, you've used at some point in your life to solve a pain or stress or suffering were in some way understandable. They were strategies. Even the inner critic, for all its relentless criticism, was constructed by the mind or the psyche for a reason. So very often the inner critic was constructed in an attempt to protect you. Um, from being judged or criticized by others. Maybe if you were harder on yourself than anyone else, it was a kind of preemptive strategy. Or um, some people have uh, had an inner critic or been hard on themselves in the mistaken belief that there was something wrong with them and that they needed to correct or fix it. And so often some of these ineffective strategies or or just understandable habits we've gotten into were formed when we were children or teens. You know, they are often attempts to survive in difficult conditions, to bring unpleasant experiences within our control, which is such a natural human impulse to try and gain control or agency or the ability to change our circumstances. There's a piece of that that's healthy. But, and when we're young, it's a strategy that's healthy towards adapting or thriving. But it's just that when that habit continues over time into adulthood, we may, with this practice, begin to be able to see how it causes more and more suffering and it doesn't really address what we had hoped. So knowing this, you know, just bringing this up this evening um, is an invitation to access some compassion for yourself in those moments when you notice something that comes up that you notice maybe you're you're dealing with and not not such a great way. Um, when you come back to mindfulness and think, whoops, I wasn't mindfulness for a period of time. Or when you try to summon compassion and kindness and it's not there. Um, yeah. Is somebody um, trying to get my attention? No. Okay. Sorry. I thought, yeah, thanks. Um, so it is possible to do loving kindness or compassion practice for yourself or someone you know by acknowledging the underlying causes for these strategies, you know, yourself as a young person trying to cope or yourself right now trying to cope and just recognize how some of these things are attempts to try and feel better. So uh, I may bring some phrases to us this evening um, and you can come up with your own as well that have to do with meeting that moment when things aren't working with phrases like, may this suffering or stress come to an end? 
may I be safe from criticism and abuse, inner or outer? Uh, may I live with ease, whether things are pleasant or unpleasant? May I be at peace knowing that there's nothing about me that needs to be fixed or made better? And of course, if you've been successful at overcoming old habits and you're finding that compassion and kindness are arising this, this evening for yourself or others, these are great moments to recognize and feel those wholesome states and really appreciate them. That helps them arise more often. May this kindness continue and increase. May I continue to meet life or someone in my life, or myself with compassion. So with that invitation, I'd like to invite us to settle into some meditation and to uh, start by just recognizing how you are right now in this very moment. If it's comfortable for you, you can find spend a moment to find a more comfortable posture, Perhaps closing your eyes if that works for you or placing them in a neutral place, neutral spot, if you prefer to keep them open. And allowing yourself to to fully take in with kindness, with compassion, how this body is right in this moment. May I meet this bodily experience with compassion just as it is. The body may be tired. It may ache. It may be peaceful. It may be energetic or low energy. However it is, may I meet this body as it is right now with compassion. Perhaps bringing compassion or kindness to any particular part of your body that is currently needing the kindness, needing the attention. Sometimes when there's a part of the body that's feeling something, it's reflective of some emotional state or mood that we're carrying physically. 
So allowing yourself to notice and be present for whatever emotional state is here right now. It may be happy or sad, calm or anxious. It might be angry or peaceful. Any way that your emotions are or your mood is right now, may I be kind towards this mood and towards the conditions underneath that created this mood and the way this mood feels in the body right now. Allowing that the mind may be in various states right now. The mind may be very active. Thoughts may be arising. Or it may be very quiet, very peaceful. Or somewhere in between. The mind is so conditioned. It's been conditioned over decades. And sometimes it is pursuing energies that were caused by conditions that arose earlier today, earlier this week, this year, this decade. Meeting the mind with compassion. May I allow that this mind does so much work for me. May I meet it with kindness, whether the thoughts that are arising stay or disappear, whether they're pleasant or unpleasant or neither. May I greet my experience with kindness 
and compassion, recognizing that habits of mind and body have been conditioned for a long time to try to keep me safe and try and bring happiness or less stress into my life. Whether those strategies worked or not, may I have compassion for that conditioning. May I be safe from all harm, from self-criticism, from any ways in which I'm hard on myself. When I feel safety, may I appreciate that feeling of safety, that feeling of freedom from harm, inner and outer. May I be as healthy as conditions allow. In a lifetime, the human body is asked to adapt and cope, and does an amazing job with so many conditions, physical, emotional, and mental. And sometimes we experience less than perfect physical conditions, less health than we want. May I have compassion for how hard the body tries to heal and cope with these conditions.
may I be at ease knowing that mindfulness can help me be present with uncomfortable as well as comfortable conditions. May I have compassion towards those conditions. May I be peaceful knowing that however things are with me right now, they are the product of many conditions before this moment and that there's nothing about me right now that needs to be fixed or solved. What I'm experiencing now is the result of many conditions. May I greet them with peace. May I be compassionate if peace is not available right now. Sometimes conditions are there for peacefulness and sometimes they are not. May I greet whatever conditions are here peacefully with compassion. In allowing yourself to adapt the phrases in whatever way best meets your circumstances.
May I be safe. May I meet any lack of safety with compassion. May I be free from harm and have compassion for the ways that I've tried to avoid harm in the past. May I be compassionate towards my emotions. Recognizing that emotions reflect prior experience. May I have compassion for them. May I meet whatever experience is arising right now with as much ease as is available. And may I have compassion if ease is not what is present right now.
may I be free of suffering and recognize that by doing this practice, I'm moving gradually one step at a time towards more freedom from suffering, towards more compassion and kindness. Sometimes it feels hard. Sometimes it feels ready to happen. May I greet my meditation practice with compassion and appreciation for the effort. And in the last couple of minutes of this meditation, if it's possible, may I extend some kindness or compassion towards all the different ways I've tried to cope with stress and suffering, with all the experiments and attempts to find happiness recognizing they were understandable efforts and some worked better than others, may I have compassion towards the way I developed those habits.
so this practice gradually helps us become aware of what ways we've been trying to deal with stress, suffering, what ways we've been trying to deal with other people um, and ourselves. And in the process, we learn a lot, and we don't necessarily learn it at the speed we want to learn it. Sometimes it unfolds very gradually. But each little piece of awareness of where these habits came from, you know, what they were trying to do in in service of helping us to heal and to live better. Each little piece of that kind of compassion and friendliness for what you've been through can help reinforce what you are discovering that works. Sometimes just seeing the inner critic or seeing some of the ways you've been hard on yourself or other people pop into awareness and you can have that moment of freedom from them. And so I'd like to give you uh, time in smaller groups to share whatever's relevant for you this evening about, you know, what habits you you feel like sharing you've uh, struggled with or overcome, you know, where where mindfulness and compassion have started to work for you. And areas where maybe it's been a little tougher. And the idea in the small groups is to share uh, maybe one thing at a time and go around the circle. And I'll try to make the groups uh, small enough that you have a chance to share with several other people. Um, but not, you know, not so big a group that you don't have enough time to share. So uh, let's try three people per room. And uh, the point is to listen very deeply when others are sharing and then to share sincerely from your own experience, but not so much to give advice or comment on one another's experience. So enjoy your time. We'll be back in about 15 minutes. Welcome back. The time was a little different on the that we had on the clock and the, and then the one that you had just so you know. <laughs> okay, thank you. I think I announced a minute and then there was an additional 30 seconds. So, uh, but that's why it was off. So, thank you. Uh welcome back everyone. And we now have just a few minutes to share if there was anything that came up for you in the group that you'd like to share with the larger group or any questions or thoughts, anything. You can raise your hand or just unmute yourself when you're ready. Um, Yes, please. I, I was uh, mentioning um, just as we came back how my, my dearest friend passed away just recently. And um, to make this story brief, um, 
soon as I found out, you know, I, I was very distraught, of course, and upset, and uh, and um, beside myself, and, and didn't know how to actually respond. I didn't have words for it, but my emotions were coming out, and I was wailing and so forth. And then, for some reason, uh, it came into my mind that I was judging how I was going through that process at that time. It was like, am I just grieving because it was kind of something you do? Mm. Or was it truly coming from my heart? And I thought, well, this is strange. Why am I saying this? Why am I feeling this? And, and I've been pondering it to some degree since then. And then uh, yesterday I emailed uh, her nephew who alerted me to this. And I explained to him that I wasn't going to allow myself to be distracted, wasn't allow myself to go someplace else where it was going to minimize it in some way so that I wouldn't have to feel so deeply. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I said, I actually said, I'm, I'm glad in a sense that I'm grieving and I'm grieving authentically. Yes. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was a big moment for me. Thank you so much for sharing that because, you know, very often we place expectations on grief like it's supposed to look a certain way. And it looks however it looks, and it can look all kinds of different ways. So I'm really glad to hear that you're allowing for the way that it is in any particular moment. You're you're seeing it and allowing it. And I'm sorry for your loss of your friend. Thank you very much. Yeah. And if I may just add one more quick thing, I was telling the group that part of my history has been such a lot of self-criticism and, and lack of compassion and uh, self-consciousness and so forth. And I had to learn, right? I just, at some point in my early adulthood, I learned, needed to learn how to love. I didn't know what the heck that was all about. <laughs> so I, I started, you know, being self less critical about others. So I had to learn how to love others. And then eventually that, um, was taking on more emphasis for me to to, to love others. And, and then, it, it, you know, while I was continuing to do that, I had to learn how to love myself, of course, yeah. after that. Mm-hmm. And then as, more, as of recently, I've been learning more so, continuing the other aspects, but learning how to love what is, whatever <laughs> right. Beautifully said, yeah. And it's amazing how those three things are tied together. They may seem to come in different waves, but it, you're fortunate to even have begun that process as a young adult. Some of us didn't learn th- those things until much later. So, yeah, thank I, you. I, I, yeah. Uh, I'm very, what can you say? Uh, I sneeze. I feel good that I did was able to recognize that at a fairly young age, that, that black, you know, yeah. if you want to call it that ignorance and what have you mm-hmm. yeah but and it's still been <laughs> well yeah and it, it can be a lifelong process of just uncovering and learning to love what is including ourselves including others it takes a lot so our time is up already i'm amazed how fast this goes and i just, um claire i'd like to offer you the chance to say something before we have to go you've had your hand up oh thank you I'll try to be quick. These conversations always remind me of an extremely famous therapist that I was given the opportunity to go to. 
And when a discussion in the group would get to people feeling bad about themselves, from time to time, he would say, as a world famous person, right? He would say, yes, you know, we're all fucked up, fallible human beings. <laughs> Isn't it? It's so true. <laughs> try as we might, we are fallible. And we try yeah. these different experiments and we find the ones that work. Yeah. So if you'd like to all unmute and say goodnight to one another and, and your thank yous and goodbyes, we'll see each other in a week. Uh, maybe others will see each other tomorrow night, but I'll see you in a week. Thank you. Of course. Yeah. Good All to right. see you, Trudy. Thank <laughs> you. I'm blind so. now, Liz. So oh, I didn't so realize that. So I it's, didn't know. Yeah. yeah. It's good to oh, have well. you with us this evening. Well, thank you. It's so good to see you. Yeah. Be well. Be well. Okay. Good night, all. Thank you. Bye now. Thanks, Bye. Claire. You're welcome. Have a great day tomorrow. You 